Teens, what is something important that you feel your parents should learn? Do not insist on comparing me to my friends. They do not act the same way in front of you as they might in their own home, and you have no clue how they act when they're at home with their own parents. Done off pretty strong, yeah. I've, I've, I may have heard that once or twice in my teen years. Just because one of my friends is a girl doesn't mean you have to constantly bring her up. What's the story behind that? Do they give you the whole, Oh, why don't you take your friend Stephanie to prom? Stephanie's a nice girl. Privacy. My grandmother will come into my room while I'm sleeping just to look through my window above my head to see what the neighbors are doing. She looks above my head to peep at what I'm doing on my phone. She gets mad at me when I don't tell her an answer to a personal question she asks me. She is also untrustworthy and will lie to make a story more interesting so I can't tell her anything in fear she will spread a rumor that isn't true about me. I once told her how the gym teacher passed away from cancer and she proceeded to call her friend and tell her my gym teacher dropped dead in front of us at the gym and cancer spilled out of her. If cancer could spill out of you, I wonder what it would look like. I bet everyone's like I'd probably be like a black tarry substance and really smelly and stuff, but I'm picturing like the Nickelodeon slime. Get my attention before talking to me. They do slash did get mad at me when I miss the first half of what they are saying, but it's because I'm already doing something. I don't mind pausing my game, putting down my book slash phone, muting the TV, etc. Just say my name or even, hey, you, before you start talking so I realize I'm supposed to engage. I think that just sounds like a lack of awareness of your surroundings. Like, I like to know who is in the room with me, what's going on, stuff like that at all times. So it's like, are they on the phone? No. Is there anyone else in the room with me? No. So they're obviously talking to me. It's only annoying when they then turn around and go, oh, I'm just talking to myself. You don't have to listen. I understand that compared to you, I shouldn't have any stress, but teen stress does exist. Maybe in the future I'll learn how naive I was and how small my stresses now are, but right now, what I'm stressed about matters to me. That's super valid, but I will say, yeah, being an adult kinda sucks. Enjoy being a teenager while you can. Don't stop me from hanging out with my friends and then later complain why am I always in my room and not outside enjoying life. That's just unfair. That does sound pretty dumb, but I don't know, it maybe depends on the kind of people that you're hanging out with. Doesn't mean you can't go out and enjoy life, just means they don't want you to be hanging out with dodgy people. Like I said, though, I don't know what the situation is behind this, I'm just trying to rationalize it to some degree. Communication through technology is still communication. I know it's not true for all people my parents' age, but a lot seem to be stuck on the idea that just because you're texting someone or messaging them online, it's somehow not real contact and not a real relationship with the other person. Does someone have an online girlfriend? That's the way they make it sound at the end, especially. While yes, you do pay for my tuition, car, clothing, food, etc., you need to give me some sense of control. Rules are important, I understand, but I need to learn how to function on my own. If you couldn't tell from my brother developing alcoholism the second he got to college, if you control your kids too hard in high school and then let them out into college, they don't know what to do with the freedom and go frickin' nuts. That is some solid parenting advice. That is so true. Don't snoop through my things. If I have a personal note to or from a friend or a piece of writing, don't look through it and read it. And don't send a picture of it to everyone else in the family. It's out of sight for a reason. Eh, people might disagree with me, but I kind of think that parents can snoop through their kids' stuff all they want. If they have a habit of doing it, just get better at hiding your stuff. Don't make fun of our relationships. Whenever they see me talking to a girl, they always ask, who's your new girlfriend? They always 
ask me after school, how's your girlfriend doing? Even when they know I'm not in a relationship or even right after I break up, I know they're not doing it to be mean, but it's little stuff like this that makes me hesitant to share my actual relationships with them. Just remember that this is sort of an awkward time for us and relationships are no exception. I always try to take it in jest because I know they're kidding, but other people might take it as an insult. Or you pushing them to find a girlfriend slash boyfriend when they are not ready. Also, just because I've been stressed or mopey doesn't mean I'm gay. It just means I don't feel like talking. I've had to explain twice to my parents that I am not a closeted homosexual. Just sounds like pretty basic parental banter to me, but if it's something that this guy's stressed out about, then yeah, fair enough. We're so dramatic because a lot of things are new. We can feel new levels of emotion. It might seem silly to cry over someone we've dated for less than a year, but this is literally the most heartbroken we've ever been. Our schoolwork is the hardest we have ever done. Our responsibilities are the most daunting. From our perspective, what seems trivial to you is new and terrifying and the most extreme it has ever been. I think I've been gauging this more on, like, the general situation in that, like, how relatable is this? I understand this is more of a personal thing, but I'm going to say this. Parents are dealing with not as many, for sure, but also new stressful situations. And it's not about being an adult or a teenager or something like that, because I've said it before. Adults don't have all the answers. And on the heartbreak thing, think about it like this. Yeah, your heart's broken. You like this girl a lot. But at least this girl isn't divorcing you. She's taking your money, your house, and your dog. She didn't even want the dog when you got the dog, but (laughs) she certainly wants it now. My advice to anyone when they're in, like, you know, a dire state of mind or something is think about the situation. Think about how much worse it could be and where you are as opposed to the worst it could be. And then just get on with your life because guess what? All of these situations are bigger in your mind than they are in real life. Of course, then there are problems like paying the mortgage on time. That's a big problem. Our problems are real. My mom is really good at understanding this. She gets angry along with me when I mention how my best friend got hit by her boyfriend. She gives me advice when I say that my friends have depression. She gets worried when I'm quiet and easily angered. Not only does she empathize, she helps. She once dialed 911 for a friend who had attempted self-deletion while I told her how to apply first aid. She gave me permission to deck the abusive boyfriend. She lent me her old psychology textbook so that I could better help my friend with depression. She makes me feel comfortable enough to talk about about whatever is bothering me. Most people on this thread give very good examples of what not to do. Let my mother be the model for what to do. I mean it every time I say that she is the best mom ever. Okay, now let's talk about my dad. He is every bit as awesome as my mom, just in different ways. He grew up as the oldest son in a ghetto in San Antonio. He was the first in my family to go to college. He's worked for the Air Force, has been a pastor, been a missionary, and is now a higher up at an energy savings firm. Because of him, I've always lived a comfortable life, but it does not stop there. He teaches me everything he knows. I remember him explaining his Excel spreadsheet in fifth grade. In middle school, he started giving me a large monthly allowance and told me to pay for basically everything but rent in order to teach me money management. I'll be honest, I talk more to my mom about emotional problems. She got her degree in psychology after all, but I can talk to my dad about literally anything else. Personal finances, politics, theology, current events, books, movies, anything that pops into my head, I can talk to my dad about. He taught me that even if you can't do masculine things like repair a car or assemble furniture, you can still be one of the greatest men out there. I've learned so much from him, and I learned more every day. I told him about this post and asked him if he had anything he wanted to share with the internet. He said, When your mother and I first had your older brother, we decided that we would have two goals in parenting, that you would know that we love you unconditionally, and that you would know we are always there for you. Everything else we do flows out of those two goals. Yeah, he actually talks like that. It's awesome. If there are any parents or teens reading this, strive to be like my parents. 
I wouldn't trade them for anything. Sounds like you got a strong nuclear family right there. You got a mother and a father who are both experienced in their own personal areas of expertise that they use to then build you up into a more rounded person and tell you that they love you all the time. Brag much? Nah, this is good. This was a nice game changer. Like, yeah, yeah, that's how a family should be. You can't pause an online game! Oh, I feel the Lord in the house to not testify, brother. Testify! I hope you all appreciate the extra oomph I put into that one. Ah, oh, oh, so many arguments about that stuff. Don't assume that teen life today is the same as teen life when you were in high school. If your teen doesn't have a history of stereotypical bad teen behavior, don't treat them like they do. Yeah, I agree with that. For one thing, I think a lot of modern kids probably have anxiety because their simplest mistakes or even their biggest mistakes can be immortalized on a phone then uploaded to the internet within a few minutes. On the latter part, I don't know, I see a lot of scummy behavior from kids that I very much doubt they exhibit in front of their parents. Naturally, that's a case-by-case basis, but there are definitely some kids in the world that are unbelievably entitled. If your child doesn't agree with your religious views, back off and let them think it through. Pushing harder isn't helping and will just make them less likely to return to your faith in the future. I hid my true faith from my parents and went along with their faith for years. My sister decided to come out about her views and that's how I know I made the right choice. Yeah, just generally don't try and force your opinions on kids in general or anything because, you know, they might turn around and decide that they hate you and all of your ideas. Currently 17 and I'm really into technology. I got a job at 15 because I wanted to build a computer and still hold it today. Anyway, the things I buy are mine. I did work for them and yet they still threaten to take them away from me if I act irritable. Being irritable is caused by depression, anxiety and other crap going on. The constant fighting with my sister that gets on my nerves. Yes, she's screaming, but screaming back will not make her stop. Please, for the love of God, don't downplay my issues. Yes, my girlfriend cheated. Yes, I'm a teenager and maybe it's not that big of an issue, but Christ don't act like it doesn't affect me and how I act. I have to say, contrary to what I may say in any of these, I always take these stories with a slight pinch of salt. If anything, I wish I could hear the other sides of these things, because in this occasion, I wonder, although this kid seems like they're an okay kid, I mean, you know, job at 15, everything like that, clearly has a sense of responsibility and whatnot, that's great. But the real question is here, are you being irritable or are you being insufferable? Just because I don't go out every day does not mean I have no friends. I talk to the same people online every day and see them in class five days a week. My parents think I'm antisocial and would get some friends if I go outside. In reality, I am more social when you let me stay in my room. Yeah, I don't really see a problem with that. I mean, if you're just staying in all the time whenever you can, that's kind of bad for you. Catch some rays. The sun's great for you. Not in excess, of course. Nothing's good for you in excess. I know that I'm smart and I receive good grades. They just need to learn that I will never be the valedictorian or an honor roll kid or anyone they deem intelligent. I'm a little confused. Do your parents genuinely think you're stupid or do they simply think you are not living up to the potential that you have? Stop comparing us to your high school selves. Yes, Mom, I know you're a class president, prom queen, valedictorian, and captain of the cheer team, but I'm not you, so stop being disappointed and be proud of what my person can achieve. Well, this is just annoying because now I want to know what you can slash have achieved. Asking your child to tell the truth about something, and then when they do, being mad at them about it. I would much rather prefer if when I told you the truth, you would thank me for being honest and lightening the punishment, if any. This isn't just for teenagers, though. My younger sister, who is four, gets into trouble sometimes, and when my mother asks her about it and she tells the truth, she gets very mad at her. So now, whenever she asks her to tell the truth, she just lies about it. Makes me sad. Well, that makes me sad, too, because you know what? When you're telling a child to tell the truth, you need to be a little more gentle about it. Yeah, they told the truth. 
are brave. You don't have to reward them or anything. You just have to be cool about it. You can tell them you're disappointed. You can tell them you're upset. You just gotta be cool. I do not have a goddamn time turner. I cannot clean my room, take a shower, do all my homework, feed the cat, clean the litter box, and put together my Halloween costume in one hour. I hang out with older people. I'm 15. I mostly hang out with 18 to 20-year-olds I meet through activism slash environmentalism, volunteer leadership stuff because the conversations are more intellectually stimulating. There's no dumb drama. They're inspiring people that I look up to a lot. Networking is easier and I've opened up amazing opportunities for myself and frankly, I just enjoy being with them more than anybody else my age. No, we don't go off and drink booze. No, they're not peer pressuring me into having sex. No, we're not doing illegal substances. They're just nicer people. I know you think 15 is way too young to be doing traveling programs and internships, but I have plans and goals in mind for the future, and as much as I'd like to be your little girl forever, you need to let me grow up and start exploring my options. I don't understand why you can't just be happy that I'm eager about post-sex stuff already like any other parent would. Volunteering and doing environmental work isn't a waste of time. I'm networking in areas that might be useful in the future. I'm making friends that I actually like. I'm building essential skills like public speaking and fundraising. I'm making a name for myself. I'm enjoying myself and I'm giving back to the community. Please stop threatening to take away my volunteer work as punishment. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Isilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear, and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sounds like they're pretty happy doing what they're doing, so I don't understand why they don't just let them. Just, you know, make sure that you remain to be a solid part of their life, give them support and love and stuff like that, and make sure that none of their 20-plus-year-old friends are just waiting for them to turn 18. It might be legal, but I'd still say it's grounds for grooming. Probably too late, but this one bugs the hell out of me. It isn't the 70s and 80s anymore. Yes, we understand that you didn't use your TVs barely at all. You rode your bikes and played basketball, etc., etc. And yes, we understand it's good for us to be active, but we live in a different generation. The generation before them married young didn't have all the extra time due to technological advances that makes life easier and so on. Things change, and yet parents still parent like they wish they had been 30 years ago. I love my parents to death, but that's my biggest pet peeve with them. That's a conversation I have fairly frequently. I mean, it's weird to think that a couple hundred years ago, you'd have until maybe you were 30 or something like that, and that would be considered a full life, maybe for good reason. Lord knows it sucks to get so old that you literally cannot do anything for yourself. But I think as a result with modern technology, medicine, and all that stuff, we have a generation of people that just kind of stay as teenagers for a lot longer than they probably should. That ain't me judging or anything like that, but, you know, always keep in mind that you should really get your life on track. Learn to use a computer. Oh, God, I super get this one. I think my mother only learned how to use a computer or, well, she uses a tablet, really, about five or so years ago. What's really annoying is that she still doesn't know how to copy and paste. Because I've said so is a crappy reason.
Depends on what they're asking you to do. It's not weird for a Hispanic truck driver to deliver to the Hong Kong market. Ah, yes, the immortal rivalry of the Chinese and the Mexicans. Your favoritism towards my sister devastates me. I mean, how can they help it? She's so much cooler than you. I kid, I kid. Favoritism, at least really, really blatant favoritism that results in, like, you know, neglect is really awful. Parrots commenting on how I spend my money. I only spend about 20% of what I make on things I freaking want that I now have to hide. This is how my closet under my bed is now full of Magic the Gathering cards. If they only knew how much I spent. I don't know, card games are kind of a money sink. I mean, you know, you get into them and then you got to keep up with expansions that introduce new mechanics into the game because then your old decks are kind of eh, obsolete based around the new hotness of the game. I play Digimon, the card game, sometimes. I mean, I haven't bought any for ages because I just look at how many I have and go, ugh, and then I've missed expansions and I don't really want to get into new expansions. It's, It's a whole thing. Don't get into card games unless you are like, you know, acutely aware that you are probably going to spend a lot of money if you're really getting into them. You shouldn't try to tell your kids what choices to make for things like college or uni. Sure, you can help them, but don't try to tell them to do something that they don't want to do. Well then, please, just don't choose a topic that's utterly useless in the real world and won't make you any money and then complain and moan that everyone else should pay for your education. That might sound critical of me, but with the power of the internet, you can honestly learn all of these things that you could at university for free. Which is why my position on college and university learning personally is that you should take a few years off, do things, live your life, figure out what you actually want to do and what you enjoy doing, and then go to university with the knowledge of what you want to do and that you love doing is worth pursuing and paying for. But hey, I'm just a disappointed voice on the internet that as of yet hasn't gone to university, so what does my opinion matter? Do not tell your children if they were gay you would not go to the wedding. It's like saying that if I don't fit your mold, I'm not worthy of your love. It's also setting yourself up for years of distrust. I want to be open and I want them to be a part of my life so badly but if they knew anything, even suspected anything, they wouldn't want to be a part of mine. The job of a parent is to guide, discipline, and love unconditionally. You can't change how your kid came out, but you can still love them. My parents should learn that if I could be different, I would be. If I could change myself, I could be their definition of normal. I would be. My parents should learn that my wildest dream is for them to love me for exactly who I am, just as much as I love them. I totally agree with the general message here. Like, you know, gay teens getting kicked out of homes, it's real freaking hard on them. Being like, you know, left out in the elements and no one to love them and stuff and usually falling into bad habits or with people that take advantage of their emotional state. But I do believe that there are limits to like, you know, unconditional love. For example, killing someone in cold blood, being a kitty fiddler. Just two examples of things that I would personally disown anyone for. But just being not exactly set to the mold that people expect of you. It's complete bullcrap when people disown you for that. Stop thinking you know everything. I can't get over this. Whenever my mom and I are doing something that involves modern technology, she just takes over like she knows everything and messes it up. I know what to do and try to tell her calmly, but she doesn't listen and sends everything to hell. Two, whatever people say or write is not me. Whenever my mom goes through my things, she sees what other people have wrote and accuses me of writing them. She then tells me to tell her the truth 
truth, which I do, and I will still get accused of lying. Privacy is real. You were a teenager and I am a teenager. I go through a lot and the least I can get is some privacy. I can go on Google and search for something and she'll come into my room and start reading what I'm typing out loud or stand behind me watching what I'm doing. She'll also go through my phone, which is annoying. I just log out of my stuff now. 4. Stop calling me every 5 minutes. School is long, hard and tiring and I get frustrated. I go home and try to relax before chores. Mom comes home and starts calling me 24-7 over little things. One day I actually just stood leaning on the wall waiting for her to call me so I didn't get comfortable. 5. Let me go places without you. I can't even go to a school football game without my mom saying I'm not going by myself. Then she complains why I'm always indoors. My mom also makes me do other irritating stuff which I don't follow anyway. Like reading two to four chapters of the Bible before going on the iPhone, iPad, computer, TV, or playing games. GTA 5, Mortal Kombat X, etc. Limits on all devices. Well, I say, I say, son, they don't sound like wholesome Christian games. I say, you gotta play yourself some Yakuza. Ah oh, man, that just hit me. Mortal Kombat X was the last Mortal Kombat game I bought. Is it that old now? That's, it's almost 10 years old. God damn. I would say to them, the American dream idea is dead at this point in time. You could work hard and go to the right schools and have it still not pan out later in life. Half of the kids graduating higher education levels are having trouble finding jobs. So get off this idea that hard work leads to success because it just is not true at this point in time. I see where this person is coming from, from a sense that I see a lot of things nowadays where depending on what your sense of success is, whether it be followers or money or whatever like that, people do stupid, inconsequential stuff, and for some reason it brings them success. But guess what? Things might not work out the way that you wanted them to if you applied loads of hard work in school or on a topic or cultivating knowledge that you wanted because you thought, yeah, this will make me successful. But you know what? Life doesn't work like that. You now have the knowledge to do something and you need to keep on striving and looking for the opportunities that you can get to apply that knowledge and those skills that you have cultivated yourself. It might take time before you can actually apply those things in a way that you deem makes you successful or content with life or whatever, but please, for the love of God, don't give up on yourself, don't give up on working hard and working towards your dreams. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Linked in the description below.